This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This is Michelle Fern, your host on Best Bets for Pets. You know, I'm sure all of you engage in social media, whether it's, you know, Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or Twitter or, you know, maybe there's some other one I can't even think of. And do you ever watch those people that have a bazillion followers and they're taking pictures of their dog and wonder, how do they do it? Well, my guest today wrote a book that kind of explains all of it. And it's just the most amazing book. I can't wait to talk to her. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Michelle Fern here. I want to tell you about Carlson Pet Products. They're a family-owned, budget-conscious company specializing in creating pet safety products to keep your pet happily protected from puppy through senior years. They have some great products, pet pans, folded elevated beds, crates, and pet gates. Their pet gates fit any size opening in your home. Most gates have a walk-through door for humans and a small door for your pet to go through. I've had a Carlson pet gate in my home for years and absolutely love it. And best of all, you're going to get 25% off and free shipping. Just visit carlsonpetproducts.com and again, you'll get 25% off your order plus free shipping with the promo code PETLIFE. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to welcome Lonnie Edwards. She is the author of How to Make Your Dog Hashtag Famous, A Guide to Social Media and Beyond, and as well as the founder of the Dog Agency and PetCon. Welcome, Lonnie. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to have you. I loved your book. It's like a great reference for anyone that wants to do anything on social media, especially with their dog, of course. It's just a great book. Thank you so much. When you think about social media and you think about, you know, the dog influencers, I mean, there's a lot of influencers, but of course, we're focused on dog influencers. It looks easy. But for anyone who's ever tried to, you know, gain a lot of followers to even take photos of your dog, it's so much more challenging than it looks. What made you decide to write the book? Yeah, so writing the book is something I had always wanted to do because people would always ask me, how do I get into this? What do I need to know? And so it was always something that was on my, my list of my dreams, being able to write a book like this. And I never had time running the dog agency is is a lot of work. And we represent a ton of influencers and managing all of their partnerships. And then in March of 2020, when COVID was just starting, the whole world kind of was on hold. And at that time, the publisher reached out and asked if I'd ever thought of writing a book about this. So it was kind of perfect because it was the first time that I actually had time to do it because everything else was kind of on hold. So I uh, started right away and, and wrote the book during COVID. And it was such a, an amazing and fun experience to be able to feature all of these amazing pets and our dogs specifically, I should say, from around the world uh, and get all of them involved in the book. And it was so much fun to put together. 
I want to also talk a little bit about your pets. So your fur babes are Chloe and Emma, and they were kind of, from what I gathered from reading your books, kind of some of the inspiration. How do they inspire you, maybe on a daily basis or when you were writing the book, especially since it was written during the pandemic? Yeah, absolutely. So Chloe was my my first true fur baby. I had a dog growing up, but it was more of a family dog. Chloe was the first dog that was like truly mine. Um, got her when I was an adult. And so uh, first kind of pet that I was really responsible for taking care of. And uh, when I got her in 2013, I put her on Instagram just to share photos with friends and family. Because every time I looked at her, she would just make me smile. She would bring me so much joy. And I wanted to share that with people that I was friends with and, and my family. And so created an Instagram account for her. And she quickly took off, became one of the first pet influencers. And that's when I realized that there is this new and growing pet influencer world. And my background's in law. I went to Harvard Law School, worked at a big law firm before uh, becoming an entrepreneur. At the time, I was running a fashion tech company and had gotten Chloe to be kind of my companion because I was just home alone working by myself. And when Chloe started taking off and we'd get invited to events, I would meet people that also fell into the space kind of like I did because back in 2013, pet influencers were not an established industry and it was all very, very new. And when I would meet these other humans that like me fell into the space because they just wanted to share the joy their pets would bring them. And they found out as a lawyer, they were like, oh my gosh, I got this contract from a brand. Can you help me? Can you help me navigate this? And so I was unofficially kind of doing the dog agency back in 2013, 2014. And then in 2015, I sold my fashion tech company and decided to start the dog agency because there was clearly a need for a centralized hub to pull everything together, to make it easy for brands and pets to collaborate. And having had the legal background, the negotiation background, the relationships with the brands and the pet influencers and having one of the first pet influencers myself, it was kind of a perfect fit and perfect timing and market need. Now you just have Emma, right? Now I just have Emma. So unfortunately, Chloe passed uh, in 2017 due to a, a medical error at the hospital. And so that- Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was extremely heartbreaking. Um, and then I kind of took a break from social media. And then I got Emma, who who is now now my fur baby. And I've kind of started a little bit more posting Emma on Chloe's page just to share her with that community that loved Chloe so much. Emma's the one who's on the cover of the book and, and she sat in my lap while I wrote the book. And so she she definitely um, was a big part of part of the book. And they're mini Frenchies? So uh, they're Frenchies. Chloe was very small. Emma's very small too. So I just call them mini Frenchies. It's kind of like a cute, cute name, but it's, they're not like a technical separate breed. Okay. So let's talk about your book. First, I think the format is great. It's very engaging. It's a small book, but it's so packed full with so much information. It's unbelievable. The pictures are great. I mean, you're talking about the social media, so the pictures have to be great, but they're, you know, they're fabulous. And there's also sections on, you know, pet care and training, establishing a brand. And just, it's just so interesting. What I want to know is how did you decide on what you wanted to tell everyone? Because it seems like there's a, some of everything in this book that people need, even if you're not going to do anything with social media on you know, tips for training your pet, traveling with your pet, even just for tips for photographs. So how did you go about deciding, okay, I have to include this and this is how I'm going to do it? Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that the book was 
not only how to create great content and how to be successful on social media, but also how to like have a great bond with your pet and how to really understand each other and how to deepen your relationship. So the book starts with a section on interpreting their behavior cues. So you understand what their expressions mean and kind of building your relationship, training them, which definitely is helpful for content creation, because if you have that rapport and you guys can communicate and your dog, you want your dog to look a certain in a direction or sit or lift their paw or do a high five to get the shots, uh, the photos, the videos are trying to get having that understanding between the two of you where you guys can communicate is so helpful. But it's also great for just building your your bond and your connection and your relationship with your pet. So I wanted to make sure that the book not only taught you about the business side of things, if you wanted to be successful with building a social presence and working with brands and turning into a business, but also just how to give your pet its best life and how to have the best relationship with your dog. Okay. Well, it certainly does all of that. Now, there's a lot of influencers in your book. There's over 40. And I know you had mentioned you, several of them have, you do business with you at the dog agency, but do all of them or how did you decide on which 40? I don't know how I decide because there's so many <laughs> book. Each influencer has two pages. So tell us how you decided which dogs and then how you organized it with the influencers. Um, for as far as the layout in the book? Yeah, so that was actually one of the hardest parts because I wanted to include everyone. (laughs) So it was very hard to limit. But that was a process that I worked very closely with the publisher on, Andrew Roth, who who had originally approached me to write the book from the publisher. So him and I worked very closely in curating that list. And so when we were putting that list together, we wanted to make sure that there was a lot of variety. So variety in types of breeds, types of dogs, variety in locations in countries. So we wanted to make sure that we were really tapping into pet lovers and dog lovers all over the world. So finding influencers in different countries and different cities and different states, finding influencers that are different breeds. So a reader can say, oh, that's the kind of dog I have and, and kind of feel a connection. So we wanted to make sure there was a lot of variety, both in terms of the breeds of the pets, as well as the locations, both in the US and abroad. And then beyond that, we wanted to make sure that all of the tips were very different because each influencer in the book is sharing advice. And so that was probably the trickiest part, making sure that the 40 plus tips were diverse enough. So not only finding out which tips we want to showcase, but then finding the influencer that fits, making sure we don't have too many of the same breed, too many from the same city, just to make sure that it was very varied. Uh, so that that actually was probably the hardest part of the book in narrowing that down. Well, and and you have a great variety. I mean, I thought I knew a lot of dogs in social media, <laughs> but only one. I've met Tuna. <laughs> I yeah. met Tuna actually at a Perina event and actually babysat her for Courtney for about five minutes. So <laughs> it makes me feel a little famous, you know, by, um, by uh, chance. Anyway, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. How many of you have pets? My hand's raised. Now think about how lucky you are to have such a sweet little pet in your life. And that pet is lucky to have you too. But unfortunately, there are countless pets out there that don't have a home to call their own. However, Bob's from Skechers is trying to change that. So we developed Bob's for Dogs and Cats to help pets in need. With every purchase of adorable Bob's footwear or fun, stylish apparel, or even the cutest Bob's pet accessories, Skechers makes a donation to Petco Love to help save shelter pets. And with 
your help, we've already saved the lives of over 1 million pets and raised over $7 million. So while you're getting style and comfort with features like Skechers' famous memory foam cushioning, you're also helping to save an adorable pet in need and helping another lucky owner be connected with a future best friend and companion because happiness is having a loving pet by your side. Find Bob's at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, select Petco locations, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here. I am so excited when my niece and nephew come to visit, but as they're 8 and 10, I've struggled to find something fun for us to do. I was so excited when Wow in the World, creators of the number one podcast for curious kids and their grown-ups, came out with a new intergalactical musical podcast featuring the travel blogging ailings Flip and Mosey. Flip and Mosey are setting their sights on Earth when their spaceship makes a crash landing. Now they have to wait 3,000 years for an interstellar tow truck to arrive. While they're waiting, Flip and Mosey spend their time traveling all over planet Earth, meeting different animal species as they try to learn how to be an Earthling. There's also great music by the Grammy-nominated artist, The Pop-Ups. I love the fact that my niece and nephew are entertained, I'm entertained, and it's something that the three of us really enjoy together. Now, you can listen to Flip and Mosey's Guide to How to Be an Earthling everywhere right now. Or you can listen ad-free and one week early by subscribing to Wondery Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts or Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or one week early on Amazon Music. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Lonnie Edwards, the author of How to Make Your Dog Hashtag Famous, A Guide to Social Media and Beyond. And so let's talk about their tips. You know, as I was reading the book, there's so much information and and there's the pictures and everything. I think it was the third dog. And I thought, oh, my gosh, there's also tips for each one are all different. It's like there's information almost not secretly being given to you, but it's it's done in such a way that the book is it's so interesting and so informative and the photos are great. And besides the tips and the information, you know, from the pet parent, it talks about, you know, their social media so you can follow them also who they like. So what you decided ultimately, I think, is a winner because that is, I mean, that's all you really need. What else would someone need to know? Thank you so much. Yeah, we wanted to make sure that the book was very both informative, but also digestible and fun. We wanted to feel very like heavy, like just a ton of words on the page. We wanted to feel because that's why people follow these pets because they're fun. They make you happy. The photos just just make you smile. And so we wanted to make sure that there was a good balance of photos, but also like learning about these pets and their stories, and then their advice for you and making sure that there's a lot of different advice as well as just a clear path to fame and the steps you can take and prepare to come down to go down this path. And there's a lot of very good advice of a lot of the well, you call them the human in the book, the pet parent, which I like that. too. (laughs) A lot of the humans are very humble and do, you know, mention that it's difficult. One of them said, you know, she might take 500 shots to get a good one. And um, some said, you know, it takes time. And for a lot of them, it just happened. They were just sharing pictures and then it just happened. But they all, you know, a lot of them do say it's it's definitely can be challenging, too. 
which I love that also because they're very honest about how they went about, you know, making their dog an influencer. What would you say if people, somebody was wanted to build their brand and they're getting your book, what would you say as far as, you know, this is what you should focus on. This is what you shouldn't. How would your book specifically help them just very directly? Yeah, I think the biggest tip uh, and thing to keep in mind when looking to go down this path is one, to understand how much work is involved. I think that's something people don't realize. So you're basically creating a business. You're coming up with a brand, an identity. You're thinking of what kind of content you're going to create. So making sure that you have the time and energy and that it's something you actually want to spend a lot of time doing. And then kind of tied to that, picking an angle that is exciting and fun for you so you don't get tired and bored of it. So finding a way to create a brand on social media with your pet that is fun for you. So maybe maybe you're really into to food. And so maybe you have a food angle. So you're able to explore one of your passions and create content something you're excited about with your pet. Maybe you love travel. So maybe uh, the content is all about you traveling with your pet and showcasing different pet friendly travels and tips on traveling and, and destinations that you love. So finding something that you actually enjoy doing. So it it feels like a fun creative outlet as opposed to a job or a chore that you have to do, I think was probably the, the biggest advice and making so making sure that's something that you enjoy doing. You know, you're certainly right. It is a lot of work. You have to post regularly and you know you have a dog involved. You have to make sure your dog is up for it. And that's not exactly either. That's a challenge too. I'm amazed at how many of the dogs like wearing clothing in this, <laughs> not all the little ones. And one of them likes to wear glasses. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh my gosh, how, how, how? I mean, there's one Iggy that's like a fashionista. Yeah. Tika's on the back cover of the book. She is a fashionista. And, and the story with Tika is actually a great one because the clothes came out of fashion and function and they live in Canada and it gets cold and, and it's such like a, a small dog that she gets very cold easily. And so the clothing initially came out of keeping her warm, and it just took off. And so that that's a great example of how it was like a very natural flow. It wasn't like the, the owner uh, wasn't like, Okay, I'm going to make my dog a fashionista, I'm going to do this and that like, it, it was so natural. And it just kind of grew from there. People loved seeing Tika and all these outfits. And then fashion designers would reach out and say, hi, can I make Tika this custom outfit? Can I send Tika this? And it just grew from there. And, and then recently Vogue wrote an article and said, Tika is the new fashion it girl. And, and it just has grown so naturally. And Tika went incredibly viral for some videos on TikTok, Beloved couldn't wear it, which were heavy fashion focus. And that's become Tika's brand. Yeah. And I want to say a big oops to me because I'm calling her Iggy. She's an Italian greyhound. And I remember reading this, that that's the, they call Italian greyhounds Iggy. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, her name is Tika. She's, oh my gosh, she looks like a model kind of, you know, Italian greyhounds have long, thin legs and they're tall. And she's, she's very fashionable in these four pictures that are just in her section. And I love the picture in the back of the book. So cute. There's also some of these pet parents have several dogs. I don't know how in the world there's one. I think all four dogs have their tongue out or something. How, how does that happen? How can you even having two dogs together is like amazing. We have a few examples in the book uh, where it's multiple pets. I think the one, one of the ones is Harlow and Sage and I think their tip is enjoy the cuddles. And so the whole account is about how 
they're all like adorable and cuddling together and super heartwarming. And, and they just do that on their own. So, like she finds them on the couch like that and comes and takes a photo. They're so used to, they just love being together and they, they land each other for warmth and comfort. And that's just kind of how, how they are. And so that's kind of where she leaned in with her angle and was like, okay, well, I'm going to take these photos because this is so sweet and heartwarming and cute. And that just took off. And so that's their brand. So it's a mix of kind of leaning into kind of what's happening, what's unique and special about your pets and you or something that you're passionate, like Popeye the foodie, the humans love food and, and restaurants. And so that was the angle they leaned into. So I think it's interesting. There's no like there's no one path to fame. It's finding out what is exciting to you, what you're passionate about and really leaning into that. And then your excitement and your enthusiasm comes through in the content and it, people people get it and that's what they like and that's what draws them in, the authenticity. You already covered, and I know you're talking about the wealth and the breadth of how many types of dogs, but I just want to mention, I think this is just tells you how widespread because you even have a dog that is a, I guess, a handicapped dog, Scooty. Yeah. I wouldn't have even thought, you know, oh, there's a handicapped dog, Scooty, that's um, social media, you know, influencer here. But how did you decide to include her? Which I'm so glad you did. I, I read this. I had goosebumps. She's a beautiful dog too. Yeah. So the final section in the path to fame is using your influence for good. And that's something that's very big with a lot of pet influencers in general and us at the dog agency in particular, like finding ways to give back and raise awareness. And so that entire section and then most of the profiles that follow are all along those lines. So challenging stereotypes for bully breeds, having a mission. So Mervyn posts about a lot of missions that are important to his humans, whether it's LGBTQ, Black Lives Matter, ASPCA Rescue. Those are all causes that are super important to them that they post about. And then with Scooty, we have how they're sharing that pets that have a hard life and are still fully capable of having a good life once you bring them in and telling people to not shy away from pets that have special needs and how you can you can make their life amazing. And so that last part of the book is, is actually my favorite part of the book because it shows how obviously not only are these pets creating this durable content that's making people happy, they actually have like a deeper do-good mission and a charitable element. And, and that's just so incredible. Every time I look at your book, I find more information like, oh my God, how did I miss that? And there's just so much information for everyone listening. You really need to check out this book because I call this like a reference book. This is a book that you want to hold on to, keep going back, finding information and just, you know, going from there, whether you want to be a dog influencer or you just like social media and following different dogs because there's a ton of dogs to follow because each dog mentions their favorites and their favorite is not necessarily one that's in the book already. How many, I don't even know if you know this kind answer to this, but Lonnie, do you have any idea how many different names, I guess the at whatever tagline name, um, how many are in the book that are unique? Yeah. So I think each influencer references three and there's just over 40. So 40 times three. So roughly around 120. A lot of great information. <laughs> so coming to with all of this, is there anything in the book that you are so proud of? I would be proud of the whole book actually <laughs> for you, but I know you like the last section, but is there any particular, anything other than the last section that you are particularly proud of? Uh, so the last section is definitely the most uh, important to me, just using the influence for good and finding ways to, to give back. Uh, whether it's raising awareness, financial, just finding ways to kind of better the world around you is, is my favorite 
section by far. Uh, beyond that, I just love how cute the book came out. Like it has like gold glittery, it, like glistens. It's full of like adorable photos. It's like very compact. It's like very giftable. And I'm looking at the book, it's just very pretty. And so <laughs> I like it just sitting on the table. It just looks adorable. So and then flipping through and seeing all the adorable pups and all the content in the book is just makes me happy every time I open it and look at it. It's just such a great book. I know I've said that so many times, <laughs> but as I was reading it and kept reading, I thought, oh my gosh, this information, these dogs and this and this. So now, of course, I have to ask the question. I don't know if you don't, you don't have to answer, but do you have any favorites, not including <laughs> yours, not including the dogs in the last section of the book? Because I know that's your favorite section. I mean, I, I can't have favorites. They're like all my, like I, all my I had a feeling she's going to say, they're like all my kids. I can't pick any, you know? So, well, yeah. I love, love border collies and I've adopted a couple of border collie mixes in my life. So I have an affinity for, I think it's at Kelly Rove and she has a couple of border collies. Yeah. I love Kelly Bove. She is, she is amazing. And she is like, such an incredible human. Their following has grown so much over the past year and her pups are just so well-trained, can do anything. They're they are truly incredible. They're, I adore their account. <laughs> and I adore Kelly. She's an angel. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to say another favorite is anyone with more than one dog taking a picture. One, <laughs> I mean, there's even a hedgehog in the picture. I don't know how they do it with all of them, because that is just, that's like mission impossible. I, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know how. So now that you've done your dog famous, any idea, thoughts about making your cat famous? <laughs> I have a cat show too. And right now I have more cats <laughs> than dogs. I'm thinking, I wonder, you know, but cats are a lot harder to photograph. Cats are definitely harder. They're not as inherently trainable. Uh, they're more independent. That said, we have amazing cats that we work with. Like Marley Mallon. I don't know if you follow Marley Mallon. They're, they're incredible. Allie of the Human takes incredible photos and videos with them. So yeah, and, and Don't Stop Meowing is another one of our cat clients. They have, I think, over 11 million followers total. They have amazing content. So yeah, there, there's definitely potential there. <laughs> okay. And who is the first one you said? Marley, M-A-R-L-E-Y, M-A-L-I-N, Marley Mallon. Yeah. And of course, since we've talked so much about your book, we want to tell people where they can find it. So where can people find the book? And also, how can people reach you for information on the dog agency and also PetCon? Yeah. So the book, Amazon probably the easiest place to find it. So uh, you can just search for how to make your dog famous on Amazon. Best place to reach uh, me and the dog agency, probably uh, on Instagram. So our Instagram for dog agency is just at the dog agency. And then my personal one is at Lonnie D L O N I D E E. And then I don't know if we touched on this, but another great thing is that we're donating hundred percent of our pre-order proceeds from the book to three charities that were selected by our social media community. So on the dog agency, Instagram, people recommended charities, and then we picked three and all of our pre-order proceeds are being donated to them. Oh, that's wonderful. Lonnie, I want to thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets. Thank you also for writing such a great book for everyone out there, whether you are want to be a social media influencer or not. It's a fun book. There's so much great information. And it's just like you said, it's just fun. It's not dry at all. It's a great reference book, makes a great gift. So thank you so much for writing that book so that all of us can, you know, enjoy it. Thank you so much for having me on. This is so fun.
Well, I hope all of you loved that interview. I had a great time and I really encourage you to check out this book. It just has so much great information, such adorable pictures of dogs. It's called How to Make Your Dog Hashtag Famous, A Guide to Social Media and Beyond by Lonnie Edwards and Best Place, Amazon. So thank you also to my fur crowd that uh, gathered around me as I read it. Thanks to Nikki and Charlotte and Molly and Dennis. And thank you to Sammy and Jethro. They're my outside cats because they're TNR Rescue and they would not do good inside. I wish they could, but they, you know, cheered me on while I was reading from outside. A huge thank you to my guests for coming on Best Bets for Pets. Thank you to my producer, which he just works magic to make all of our podcasts sound amazing. So thank you so much, Mark Winter. And a huge thank you to everyone listening to Best Bets for Pets. So, hey, stay tuned. You never know what we're going to have next on Best Pets for Pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.